ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. The Drive with Paul Swan. Open phone lines for this abbreviated edition of the program, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Welcome in. This is The Drive. I'm your host, Paul Swan, on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You can listen to us online as well at WRVC.com. So we've got a short show today. You know why we have a short show today? Baseball. That's right. We've got baseball at a earlier time for the Pittsburgh Pirates. It's going to be cold, and they're starting a little earlier. I think that's a smart move on their part, even though they kind of didn't schedule it this way to help for the cold. We've got it for you coming up tonight. It's 540 is going to be our exit time from the show and air time for the baseball game. So 540 coming up tonight. So if you are looking for some baseball action, Stay right here. We got you covered. Of course, a lot going on. The Masters is ramping up. I'm not uh, exactly sure that I've jumped on board the Tiger Woods Express on this one just yet, but he's um, 12 to 1 on this. Jordan Spieth is 10 to 1. Tiger's 12 to 1. He looks better. He's feeling better. He's playing better. Dustin Johnson, I think, is uh, 10 to 1 on this as well. Does Tiger Woods coming back, back to the Masters, are we all of a sudden excited about golf again? Can one player just excite you enough? What are you going to do when he finally actually retires from golf? If you're a golf fan, is your whole existence of golf in your life based on one player? It might be, but I would say don't do that because it's not fun when your favorite player is done and you don't have a fallback or you just don't know, okay, who would I root for next? Now with golf, it's sort of geared that way. You've got favorite player, you've got a favorite golfer, but if you're looking for continuation of your enjoyment of the sport after Tiger Woods is gone, then you're going to look to some of the younger guys coming up. It's difficult. I had a real difficult time after Wayne Gretzky retired Just finding some enjoyment again in hockey. Of course, with Wayne Gretzky, if you followed his career, came up from the juniors. He came up, played for the Oilers. He played for the L.A. Kings. He played for the St. Louis Blues. He played for the New York Rangers, wrapped up his career. And after that, if you're a fan of Wayne Gretzky, you're thinking, well, what do you do now? Same thing with Michael Jordan. Were you a Bulls fan or were you a Michael Jordan fan? Same thing with the Lakers. Were you a Magic fan? Were you a Kobe fan? Were you a Kareem fan? I think with the Lakers, though, you're a Lakers fan. I don't think there's anything that takes you away from the Lakers if you are a Lakers fan because there has been so much Showtime going on there, and it will return. It will return. I'm telling you that right now. Showtime will return. But it's a little more difficult when golf, everything is based on Tiger Woods. The decline, the rise again. But it's great to see him out there. I think he's going to invigorate the sport once again. Maybe some other guys are going to have some opportunities to maybe capture your heart. I know Tiger, he means ratings. He means conversation. We're talking about the Masters. I'm not a golf guy, so I'm not necessarily 
excited for the Masters. Not my thing. But for a lot of people it is. And for a lot more, hey, old Tiger's back. I might watch that. I might check that out. So that's what's coming up, of course. The Masters is going to be uh, taking, uh, I'm sure, a lot of your headspace for as far as a concern to conversation, people talking about golf. I'm excited at least for the next few weeks because we're getting into baseball season and hockey's ramping up. That's what's exciting me. Now, I'm going to have a hard time trying to figure out where do I really pull here? Where do I where do I put my energy in these next few weeks as far as the playoffs are concerned? Am I rooting for the Pens? I mean, that's the easy thing to do around here especially. I'm not a Pens fan. I don't dislike the Pens, but I'm not a I'm a Pens fan. I'm a Rangers fan. So, I got to find a team and rooting for the Pens, that's not too hard because they play a lot of teams I don't like. So, again, I can go with that. It's like when they played the Red Wings in the Stanley Cup. You know, I, I can I can root for the Pens. When the Red Wings are not in the playoffs, I'm happy. When the Pens are playing teams I don't like and they're beating them, I can go with that. It's like, for example, Columbus. How many Blue Jackets fans do we have? I'm not a Blue Jackets fan. So I'm more than happy to watch the Penguins beat them. And they're playing tomorrow, by the way. One of the final regular season games coming up. So I'm definitely excited for the hockey playoffs. It's the best playoff if you don't think so. Um, My producer, Gabriel Sellers, will fight you in the street for me on my behalf because it is the best playoff. NBA's ramping up. I think the Cavs are looking pretty good right now. And you're going to hear most of those games, playoff games, except when we have an opening. We're going to hear those on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. So we'll have plenty of NBA action for you. We've got plenty of Pirates baseball. Pirates are wrapping up their short series with Minnesota. Getting set for the Reds. That'll be a fun series. The Reds always seem, the last few years, as good as the Pirates have been, they could have been a lot better if they could have figured out the Reds. And the Reds weren't necessarily a good team last year, and the Pirates just couldn't figure them out. Now, I won't be surprised if something freaky happens and the Reds take that series. Because, again, whatever it is, something in Cincinnati, they've got a lockbox or something that has Pittsburgh kryptonite, and they just open that up when they take on the Pirates. Whatever the case may be, we'll have that for you all season long, including the series coming up this weekend right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. And um, don't forget, we've got most afternoon baseball games as well. Now, Thundering Herd, we've got a few Pirates games moving over to Cat Sports because we're going to have some more Thundering Herd baseball We've got that Virginia Tech game coming up soon. We're also going to have uh, their Conference USA matchup from Charleston. We're going to have the West Virginia games. Those are coming up soon as well. So we'll have both of those, the one from Charleston and the one from Morgantown. So we've got you covered. A lot of baseball action to get into. Now, as I said, we've got an abbreviated show because we've got Pirates baseball. So we're just going to take your phone calls today, hang out, talk about a few things. We're going to take our first time out. We come back. We will continue on. I'm Paul Swan. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. 
Welcome back to the Wednesday edition. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We've got an abbreviated edition of the show today because Pirates baseball taking the airwaves a little earlier than usual. 5.40 is going to be our airtime for that, so we'll have a short show here about 20 minutes from now. You've got baseball to look forward to. So I've been kind of watching a little bit with some interest how ESPN Plus is going to, to fly. If you're not up to date on ESPN Plus, ESPN is, of course, launching their new over-the-top programming, their platform. They're calling it ESPN Plus. And they're starting to load up with a lot of packages, a lot of conferences, mid-majors, giving them an opportunity to be a part of this. And they're going to agree to a 10-year Ivy League rights deal. They're going to air most of the events on their new ESPN Plus platform, which I thought that was a smart deal when they announced that. They announced it today. 10 years. They've got the rights to every Ivy League football, men's basketball, and women's basketball game. ESPN will air at least 24 games a year, including the Harvard-Yale football game and both the men's and women's basketball tournaments on the linear network. And the rest of the events will be on ESPN Plus beginning with the 2018-19 season. I thought that's a pretty good deal. If you are kind of a fan of the Ivy League, you had some options there before, but this is a lot better because they streamed about 85 Ivy League events per year on ESPN3. And NBC Networks had some some football games as well, some other things. So now ESPN and the Ivy League are pretty much all in with each other. Here's what the press release said today uh, from ESPN executive Burks Magnus. We are significantly enhancing our existing relationship with the Ivy League providing the conference, its institutions, and fans the most comprehensive coverage of the league to date across ESPN networks and platforms, while also adding specific benefits that are made possible with the launch of ESPN+. Now, this is sort of kind of, you like that? That's a, that's a real radio professional term, sort of kind of. It's sort of kind of structured like the ESPN deal with the Sun Belt. I think the Ivy League is getting a better deal here, but the Sun Belt's getting a handful of games on TV, as we call it, and a lot more on ESPN+. So I think what's happening here is, and too bad Conference USA didn't wait out. Let's see what happened here. ESPN is loading up with a lot of programming that you just don't get. You fan of the Ivy League? Well, here you go. Are you a fan of the Sun Belt? Here you go. And I'm confident that ESPN is going to be a superior streaming platform. I think they have the tech. They have the know-how. It's going to be an enjoyable experience. It's going to be everywhere. The price is pretty good. If you're looking for ESPN Plus, add to your, your cable package to supplement this, $4.99 a month. And if you look at what the Ivy League did, $119.95 for a year or $15.95 for a month. And ESPN Plus description, $4.99 a month. That's, that's pretty good. But would you pay $4.99 a month to watch Marshall on ESPN Plus if the majority of the games were there? Is that where you would go? I would say yes. I think that's where you're probably going to go. Now, 
if you're going to give your rights to a media company for your digital, that's where I'm going. I mean, that that's where I'm definitely going for my over-the-top offerings. Because you're going to get a lot more promotion. You're going to get a lot more publicity. And let's be honest, it's a better deal right now for Ivy League fans. Say you're a Conference USA fan and you want to watch Conference USA football, Conference USA basketball. You want to watch all this. Okay. Are they going to be on ESPN3? Or now the ESPN Plus? If it's ESPN3, as part of your cable subscription, you're going to get some of that stuff. Yeah, okay, you're good. You're already subscribing to ESPN and whatever platform you're on. If you've got cable or satellite, you're good there. But now, if you want to watch a lot of stuff that's not televised by the network, say like a stadium, say a, an ESPN or a CBS Sports Network, you, you know, they don't have their own digital platform the way ESPN does or these other networks, you're going to watch games produced and quality may vary depending on your school. I will say this to Marshall. I think they're doing a pretty good job of the quality of product that they're offering. I will qualify this as saying, yeah, I know those guys and I'm not really in the business of saying things bad about them, but I'm also willing to point out that they're doing a pretty good job. So if you're a Herd fan, right now, if you're watching your games through CUSA TV, the Herd Vision is what they've branded it, you're getting a pretty good product. You're getting a good deal. I mean, basketball had Mark Martin. So the games that were not televised and were on CUSA TV through the Herd Vision, you're getting Mark Martin's job. And I've seen some of their well, and it's pretty good. But you had Keith Morehouse do a football game? You're getting good guys do these games. So the quality's there. But you're paying, if you want to do this, you could pay $99.95 for a yearly pass to CUSA TV, or you could get a monthly subscription for $10.95. Or the biggest ripoff in sports, I want to watch one game. Okay, you're going to pay $6.95. Well, if I'm going to do that, I'm just going to pay $10.95 and do it for a month. But, of course... That six ninety five is geared towards, say, the person who I want to watch my team. They're playing Marshall. I would like to watch that game. Six ninety five. All right, here's my credit card. I get to watch that game. You're gonna get a lot of people take that option, but ten ninety five. And you get conference USA. And now, if say you're the Ivy League, you're a fan of the Ivy League, your package was $119.95. And if I want to do that on a monthly basis, $15.95. All right, I'm an Ivy League fan. I'm dropping the cash down. I get to watch the Ivy League. Now, $4.99 a month. And I'm not getting any residuals here from ESPN to point this out to you. But I'm going to make a phone call. I'm going to see if I can get this network. I want to try this thing out before I pop down my $4.99. And hopefully there's a trial period as well so we can all come try it out and make sure that, all right, they haven't goofed up here and this thing's terrible. But I'm telling you, 
this is going to be a good thing in many ways because they're putting content on that they normally don't have on the linear network on this network, ESPN+, Plus, and you get an option now. You get a choice. Now, we're going to get to the point where all right, I got to pay for this subscription. I got to pay for this subscription. I got to pay for this subscription. And it's just not going to be worth it to you. But this is over the top programming. You're not going to get this on linear networks. You're not going to get this through DirecTV, uh, Sling, any of the other offerings. You're not going to get this through cable. And that's the thing right now is a lot of people are cutting the cord because they just don't want to watch sports programming. Well, okay. Maybe a lot of people will cut the cord because they just want to watch sports programming. They get a basic package. They've got sports attached to it, and then they throw the $4.99 a month added to that. There you go. Because right now there are already subscription models that are out there that's including ESPN, so you can get your basic ESPN. And now, hey, I get to watch the Ivy League. If you're a fan of the Ivy League, a little different than what CUSA is throwing up there. But, again, Apples and oranges. It's a good deal for ESPN Plus to be making these deals. I think it's smart business on their part because, well, why should I get this? Well, here's the reason why. And it's look at this new content that you can't get anywhere else. And you know somebody from the Ivy League is going to do this. If you're a fan, you're going to do this. If not... Well, you're just not going to get to watch the Ivy League. And you can throw that onto any other school. And I think this is where the conference needs to go. Now, again, the Conference USA package is a little different. It's the TV package that is bringing a little bit more cash to the conference. And you got to look at it from the standpoint, where do you get the most money for your member schools if you're Conference USA? And the new TV deal, there's going to be an increase in rights fees, for one thing. So more money coming the Thundering Herd's way. So it's going to add an additional, if you remember the TV package, 200000 per year. Um, your content's going to be on CBS Sports Network and Facebook as the primary means of exposure. This is going to be over the next five years. Um, but... They're going to get an increase from 200000 to 400000 per school. It's not much, but it's still a lot more, and it's double than what you were getting. The deal that Marshall had to endure with the rest of the league was just not that good for the first place, and then now it's getting back to being a little bit more respectable. But it's still a significant increase. Now, the current deal, if you remember... You had CBS Sports Network, ESPN, American Sports Network, BN Sports, and then, of course, American Sports Network became Stadium, and Stadium's competitive product as well, being a multimedia product. And Stadium is going to broadcast 15 football games, 21 men's basketball games. That'll include the Conference USA Tournament quarterfinals in that package. Seven of the football and ten of the basketball games will be on Facebook. And Stadium's going to produce Conference USA games for its website and app. Um, They're talking to ESPN, according to the league, if you remember the report. So maybe we'll hear something soon. They've still got BN. BN is a player in this right now. As we heard 
with the schedule change, the Middle Tennessee game with Marshall is going to be moved to a Friday because of television. ESPN, of course, carries a few games, and um, they've got the league championship as well. But it's been ESPN 3. And you know how that works. is the schools handle the production costs for those games. They get a, a small rights fee. Um, so they're producing the games. Costs are being incurred. You get to be on ESPN 3. So CBS Sports is going to be the league's rights holder. You, you remember the announcement. 60 million homes for them compared to about 89 million for ESPN. CS, CBS, I mean, they've been with Conference USA for a while, so I can see why you would make that deal if you are looking at people who've partnered up with you before. You're going to get nine football games per year, plus the Conference USA Championship, as well as multiple baseball, I'm sorry, basketball games. Um, you're going to get eight men's basketball games, tournament semifinals, final, plus women's championship, Facebook games as, as well. I don't know if this patchwork is the right answer for the league because then I look at ESPN Plus and go, wait a minute, I got a one-stop app here, a one-stop platform, I get it all. My games, some of them are going to be over the air on ESPN and then the rest, I'm going to find them right here on ESPN Plus. I hope the league uh, has a good deal here in the next few years with TV, but I'm optimistic for the ESPN Plus launch, and I think that's where Conference USA needs to go if they can get there. We're going to take our final time out, come back. We're going to get you set for baseball. I'm Paul Swan. This is The Drive on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back. This is The Drive. I'm Paul Swan. It's been a fun show today. We'll be back tomorrow full length. That means we get to have guests again. I'm going to talk to Matt Geica tomorrow from... Pittsburgh Hockey now. The Penguins are getting set for the playoffs. They're going to take on the Blue Jackets tomorrow. I'm always up for a Penguins-Blue Jackets game, and we've got Matt joining us tomorrow on the program. Also, we'll get your phone calls in as well on the Thursday edition of the show. So we've got, of course, coming up tonight, we've got the Pirates. They're in action a little earlier than usual. I'm okay with that. I'm good with that. I like a little afternoon, evening baseball sometimes. So that's what we've got tonight, and that's why we've got an abbreviated show. Uh, Before we go, though, I'm glad I saw this today. Happy 50th birthday to John Taft. Hurt fans from the day will know John Taft. 50 years old today. Back in his day, John Taft was a monster. One of the greatest all-time basketball players at Marshall University. Just complete player, got it all done. Some of my fondest memories of Marshall basketball, thanks in part to a guy like John Taft, also a Skip Henderson. I mean, these were amazing players. Really, the 80s were a fun time for her basketball, and that's why I think a lot of people are starting to realize, you know what, those feelings are coming back because – get into the NCAA tournament. They get a win for the first time ever in the tournament, advance to the second round, which is something to behold in itself. And this team is a lot of fun. And that's kind of how it felt for me 
watching Thundering Herd basketball in the 80s and watching a guy like John Taft as well because he was just an amazing, amazing player. I don't think I can come up with enough adjectives. And so uh, 50 years today, so we got to give a shout-out to that guy, one of the all-time greats of Marshall basketball. And I hope people, as they rediscover Marshall basketball, stumble across some of these names. Look up sometimes. You know, I remember, didn't even know who some of the heroes were of yesteryear, and then finally you got the Henderson Center photos that are up of some of the great basketball players, and I think that that's kind of gotten away just a little bit from what we've seen uh, over the years, and now that's coming back again. So we're wrapping things up here. Don't forget, we have got baseball coming up in a few short moments as, guess what, the Pirates take the airwaves next. I want to thank our producer tonight, Gabriel Sellers, taking good care of us. I'm Paul Swan. This has been The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and 8. Back tomorrow. As I said, we'll get the full show. Back to having some guests, and we'll take your phone calls as well. Enjoy baseball, everyone. Until tomorrow, good night, everyone. station.